how you can literally with a Google search, you can come up with niche ideas. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. Today, what we're going to be talking about is really how to choose a niche. Now, I've talked about this before but I'm going to give you a really, really super easy way to find a niche. I'm actually going to show you something that uh, you can do immediately and get a list of different niches and that will get you started. Then from there, we're going to talk about the next step, which is really getting proof that this, uh, you know, that this actual niche is worth it. And then uh, the last Part of it will be doing a little bit more digging to see if there is true potential. Um, yesterday, I actually did a coaching call with one of our BCA members, and we were going through her niche. Now, we found that her niche was a little bit too narrow. So what we needed to do is go outside of that niche a little bit and build it out with other supporting sub-niches that would bring up the number. Uh, but again, this is all done in this process and I'm going to go over some of it with you here today. I don't have, you know, an hour and a half to go through this, but I will give you the breakdown. Now it doesn't have to take you that long, right? Uh, but you do need to know what to look for. Number one today, what I'm going to be sharing with you is how you can literally with a Google search, you can come up with niche ideas. I'm going to show you how I did that. Secondly, we're going we're gonna, to uh, look and see how we can get proof. And then from there, we're going to move into some of the actual numbers that we look at. All right. So those are the three things that we're going to be discussing here. I want to thank you guys for joining me. We are going to get rocking and rolling because I want to get into this myself. I'm going to be sharing my screen. So uh, with that all being said, let's get rocking and rolling. Oh, I should probably also mention if you are watching this and it is before August 19th or even after that, you can go to this link. If you go to, let's see here, brandcreators.com forward slash niche, you will find that you can enroll in our upcoming class. And that is our niche properties. That's where we're going to be breaking down this process and so much more. But once we establish the niche that we're going to go into, how do we actually build it out to become a recurring revenue property, something that will bring consistent revenue. And we always target in the very beginning, our target is a thousand dollars per month net. It's kind of like that piece of real estate, except we don't have to go out and buy a $250,000 house. We don't have to get a mortgage. We don't have to do uh, the maintenance on it. We don't have to do uh, the collecting the rent check. And then we only end up with, after we pay all of our expenses, three to $500 anyway, with one of these niche properties, we can get to that net profit of $1,000 a lot quicker. We don't have to wait five years for the house to appreciate. Okay. So that's really what we're doing here on these niche properties. If you're interested in that, stay tuned. All right. But again, brandcreators.com forward slash niche. You can go over there and get all the details. 
we will be teaching this entire process of what we're doing and, uh, and all of the things that it takes to actually run these. All right. So with that being said, let's get rocking and rolling. So the very first thing I want to share with you is number one, what are you interested in? What are you interested in? A lot of times the niches that we can explore are things that you might be interested in. Uh, for example, uh, I bought a Jeep about three and a half, four years ago now. I wasn't really into Jeeps, but when I started to do the research on Jeeps, I found out that there's a raving market out there, a raving fan base of Jeep owners. Now, I didn't go into the, the Jeep market, but I could have, but I did look into it and it has plenty of traffic, pr plenty of products, and uh, that's really all that you would need. So that really checked the box for me. Now, again, I'm not going to share that example because I want to share a different example, but you see what I'm saying, right? So a lot of times we're going to be, we're going to be searching for things or interested in things as we, as we go through life, right? So there's always things coming up that we could potentially, potentially, that's the key word there, build out a niche property. All right. It does have to check the boxes and I'll go through some of them here. The way that we, the way that we do this in the beginning is we need to start with what we're interested in. And I don't mean that it has to be something that you're like so passionate about. Like a lot of people talk about building a brand on what you're passionate about. Now, yes, brand niche property to me, they're different. Okay. A brand you're going to be maybe even the face of the brand, right? It's a bigger entity with the niche property. The main goal is like a piece of rental property is buy the property. In this case, build the property and get some revenue coming in, right? That's the goal. Um, so that's what we're always looking for here. So it's a lot simpler. Okay. But if you want to build a brand, like I have brand creators and the brand or the rock your brand podcast, that is me, right? Scott Volker. If I, I can't really sell that, uh, without me, the business really doesn't run. All right. Because I've made it that way. Uh, not even intentionally, by the way but it's just kind of morphed into that. Okay. So with these other niche properties, like I'm building on the side and that's kind of what I'm doing as additional assets in my life and revenue streams coming in, in my life. So it can help support my family are building out these niche properties and then potentially maybe selling one of them or two of them, or depending on how many I want to get rid of. Okay. Or buying one, flipping it, you know, like a, a house that you would fix up and flip same idea. All right. So start with what you're interested in. The other thing that you can do here, and this again is step one in this process, is listen to other people. What are they interested in? Now, again, just because I'm saying you're you're paying attention to what you're interested in or what they're interested in, it's not so that way there you can go, oh, I'm going to be so excited to work on this thing. That's not what it's about. It's about just getting an idea. You're like, oh, hot yoga. Huh. I didn't know hot yoga was a thing. I thought yoga was a thing, but hot yoga is a totally different thing. Huh. That's interesting. Or Jeeps. There's off-roaders, right? That get all muddy and do all that type of stuff. And then they got other Jeep people that are just, it's all clean. They have it jacked up, polished. Everything's perfect. They have a little Jeep, uh, you know, uh, group meetup or something, right? Two different, two different people. Okay. And so all that that's doing is it's giving me a direction. It's giving me something to start to do the investigative work. All right. And after you do this, over and over and over again, then you just, you get the niche, you put it through your validation process, and then you can make the decision. All right. And really 
one is going to keep you busy. You know, in, in the beginning, if you're just starting to build one of these out, it's going to keep you busy. So like right now I'm doing two, I'm adding a third and I'm going to be adding a fourth, but I have somewhat of a little construction crew working on this stuff um, as like I'm investing in these properties because I know the return is going to be there, right? So you can do these yourself, slow and steady, build one, get it to a thousand dollars a month or more. Uh, my daughter, uh, who actually has a niche property, but she's somewhat the face of it. So she's been building that for about three and a half years now. And they just hit over a hundred thousand page views, uh, doing over, I believe 2,500, I think some months, $3,000 per month. And a lot of it's passive. And again, um, she did all the writing herself. Okay. So you don't have to hire that stuff out if you don't want to. For me, I want to basically build a little construction crew and go, okay, let's go build a house over there. Let's get it ready. Let's get, let's get that baby ready to rent. All right, good. Done. Finished. Bring it in. Another one. Let's, let's break ground, build it, get the tenant. Right. And then we can say, oh, you know what? I think I want to sell that one. I want to bring in some extra cash. I'll sell it for 40,000, sell it for a hundred thousand, whichever, you know, the, uh, the net revenue will allow me to do. So that's, that's, uh, talking about like, it doesn't have to be your, uh, passion or your interest. It can be someone else's just pay attention and listen. Okay. Listen to those conversations. So that's number one. All right. So here's another way that you can get ideas. Okay. And this also lends itself into proof here in a minute, um, into the proof element, which is step number two. So let me go ahead and share my screen. Now, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, you're not going to be able to see the screen. I will try to embed this video in the show notes. So go to the show notes, but I'm going to go ahead and share my screen now. And it says Cosmopolitan. Uh, uh, that's a magazine. Um, no, I'm not subscribed to, uh, to their magazine. Uh, it's kind of funny that that pulled up. But what I did was I just did a Google search. And the Google search was, uh, what was it? Um, top hobbies, 2020, top hobbies, 2021. That was it, right? So then I came to this site and then it says the uh, 30 best hobbies to fight bored as hell syndrome in 2020 bookmark for when you finally emptied your Netflix queue, right? So that's all I did. So down here, hobbies for staying at home, writing, gardening, uh, let's see, uh, calligraphy, puzzling, uh, reading, cooking. Now, some of these are very, very broad. We would want to go. So if it was reading, it would want to be something different, which I don't think that would be a great niche cooking. You could go in a whole bunch of different directions with cooking, right? So not just one, not just cooking. It's just, that's giving you kind of like top, top of the, of the niche, like that's the niche. And then you would drill down into that. Um, hobbies that require movement, running, rock climbing, swimming, uh, yoga, uh, hiking, uh, brew your own beer, beekeeping. Uh, I know uh, a guy that does beekeeping, and this would be perfect for him. Uh, stand up comedy and improv. That's funny. Pickling. Uh, let's see. Uh, mixology. Uh, let's see. Uh, start a collection, creative uh, hobbies, painting, scrapbooking, knitting. Uh, pottery, sewing, embroidery, making your own candles. That's a good one. Meditation, traveling, uh, learn an instrument, photography, study new languages, volunteer, 
So not all of these are going to be like, oh, I that's it. That's going to be the one. But check this out. So I looked at this one here as an example for you, which was, let me see here, pickling. Okay. So it's like fermentation, like all of that stuff. That's, that's a niche. Okay. And we can even go a little bit deeper here. And instead of it being pickling, let's do canning. So what I did was I did a little, I did a little digging and I looked up canning and here we are. We have simply canning. It's like being taught by your best friend. All right. Now they have classes, they have content, they have a newsletter. Okay. Now check this out. I found this site just by doing a search on, on uh, canning. And then I went to Uber suggest and 53,465. Now, let me just tell you this, that this number is low. I know that guaranteed. This is organic. There's nothing. This isn't Pinterest. This isn't direct. This isn't email. This isn't uh, any social media. This is just organic. And this is generally low. Okay. Now, simply canning. Here's what you get to do now. Okay. So now we've basically proven that someone has created a website on canning. Okay. Now I could go into pickling. I might do that in another one, but let's just go down the canning route. Okay. So I could sit here and say, you know what? Uh, this is great. It's a great start now. Okay. We, I, we have identified one site that is doing what I want to do. Now, some people, a lot of people would say, Scott, why would I want to do that? I want to be the first. No. Like I said earlier, I did a coaching call yesterday with one of my BCA members and we were drilling into her niche. I could not find another website that was talking about exactly what she wanted to talk about. And I told her that to me is a red flag. I want to see proof. This is proof, which is also step two in this process. Number one is finding the niches, right? Two, finding proof that someone's already doing it. Why reinvent the wheel? We can get so much, uh, we can get so much information by other people that have done it. Okay. And we can also explore opportunities that we might not have thought inside of this market. So now that we've kind of proven that someone's already doing it, let's, let's do this now. Let's go, uh, similar websites and see if this comes up. Uh, let's see. Simply canning. Now what's going to happen is it's going to give me competitor sites. Okay. So it's going to start, it's fetching and let's see here. There we go. Okay. So here we go. Uh, the spruce eats, uh, that one there, uh, that gets 42 million, um, all recipes. So these are some big ones. How about this? Pick your own. 411,000 healthy canning. There's a different one, 275,000 estimated traffic. Okay. Um, let's see here. Food network. We don't want to do those big ones. Food in jars, 30,000 or no, I'm sorry. 98,000. Uh, let's see. Practical self, uh, reliance, 533,000. The Prairie Homestead, 298,000. Grow a good life. 289,000 fresh preserving 153,000. So not all of these are going to be what I need. Right. But like this one here, 
fresh preserving, that's one for sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, food in jars. Yep. That's uh, 98,000. That's a good one. Uh, so healthy canning. So I, my point is this, if I find more sites that are getting more than 50,000 page views a month, that's a good sign. I, this is, that gets me excited. Now I wouldn't get as excited as if, if I found food.com or if I found all recipes, like those there to me are just bigger sites. There's no way that I'm going to compete with them. And they're like a little bit of everything. I want something that's specific, like food in jars. That's a perfect one. Um, and then, uh, let's see, grow a good life. That's probably close fresh preserving. That's definitely, uh, what we're looking for and then healthy canning. Okay. 275,000. Okay. So that has given me proof. So now what we need to do, okay. Is we need to go over here. Okay. And we need to see, are they running any advertisements right here? Okay. Pressure canning workshop. So this is, this is, uh, looks like they're doing a sale on that right now. So if I click on that, where does that take me? Okay. Join the workshop. See, see what's going on here. $13 and 50 cents. It's pretty cheap. Um, I think they should raise their price. Uh, uh, let's go back here. Let's see if there's any other monetization that they're doing. Let's see. Well, let's just go up here. See our classes. That's in Kajabi. They're running Kajabi. Uh, let's see here. Okay. $49, $98. So canning basics and projects, canning meat and meals, complete canning bundle, pressure canning confidence, uh, pantry journal. So all of these are little products. Okay. Here's workshops. Um, so they are selling their own digital products. Okay. And I don't know, let's go over here now and look, they have newsletter. Let me see. Okay. There's an ad running right here. Okay. On the bottom that shows me, let's see. Um, that's ads by Google. That still could be Ezoic or one of those. Um, here's their articles. So continue reading. So they are posting. Um, yep. Okay. So here, here's an advertisement. Okay. So they're running ads. And I can, I can't guarantee, but I can almost guarantee, okay, that these, uh, or this site with just these ads running with the amount of traffic they're getting, they're making over a thousand dollars a month in ads. Okay. And the reason why I know that is because I have a site that's getting 50,000 page views. Actually, one's getting 54,000, one's getting 68,000 and both of those. Um, we'll be doing over a thousand dollars per month, just ads. Okay. Um, because of the page views. All right. So this is a nice little example though. I'm glad I found this. Um, but then what we do want to do is just, to, so we validated that. Now, again, I'm not going to have all the time here to do this. This is what we're going to be doing inside of our niche properties, uh, workshop slash class, um, is really going deeper into these areas, but I wanted to share that here so you could see. Okay, exactly what we're doing. Um, now, I literally went in here, didn't take me more than 10 minutes to come in here, find a website, then from there, find how many more. I got uh, what I say, four additional sites that validated traffic, right? 
And I'd have to go. Now what I would do is I would repeat that process. I would take their website, healthy canning. I would then bring it into um, Uber suggest, see all of the content that they're ranking for. And I would see the potential there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then I would go and do another one, fresh preserving. I would do the same thing. I would just repeat this process. All right. And if I wanted to take it another level deep, I could take for similar websites, I could take and change this, this URL here to uh, healthy canning, right? And then I would get a whole bunch more. So let's, let's see here. Let me, let me do healthy canning. Let's change this. You guys are listening. You can't see me. I'm just adding in healthycanning.com, and we're going to see what that brings up. If it brings up any other competitors that maybe I didn't, I wasn't aware of. So let's see here. It's fetching the data. Here we go. Uh, taste of home, pick your own. We did that one. Food and jars, simply canning, uh, grow a good life. The Prairie homestead, fresh preserving SP can SB canning. Now that one there would be interesting because they have 24,000 page, uh, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Estimated traffic. Um, but it might be a lower authoritative site. It might not be, um, being built out as much which is then meaning that we could probably rank for that content that they're ranking for. It would be a good way to jumpstart the content that we're going to be adding. Um, so that one there, I didn't see before. Now I'm seeing SB canning. Okay. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully this has been helpful. So let's, let's talk about the three again. Number one, we want to start with what we're interested in, get a list. Continue to add to that list because you never know, all right, the niche that you're going to potentially build out in the future, right? Once you do one of these, you can repeat this process, all right, because it is repeatable, all right? The second thing that we did is we found proof. We searched Google or Uber Suggest or both, and then we found a couple of websites. We looked at their traffic numbers, their their estimated traffic numbers, which are low in Uber Suggest, so they're much higher probably. Um, so that gave us the proof element that there's already websites creating content on this. And then we moved over to the traffic and the revenue potential. So again, we looked at the traffic number and then we seen if they were running ads that that site was running ads and they're selling their own course. So they're monetizing through their own digital products and through ad revenue, um, which is pretty awesome. So hopefully that helped you. That's the three step process that you need to follow when you're considering building out a niche property. So once again, if you want help with this, well, we're going to be teaching this on our upcoming class. You can head over to brandcreators.com forward slash niche. You can get all the details over there. Depending on when you're watching this or listening to this, we are going to be teaching the first class live on August 19th. That's a Thursday. But if you are listening to this after the fact, we will most likely be opening back up enrollment um, we're just not sure when, so you can go to brandcreators.com forward slash niche for all the information. All right, so hopefully this helped you. Hopefully this got you excited to get out there and build one of these niche properties and start bringing in some of that traffic and some of that recurring revenue. All right, so guys, that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. See you soon. So once again, I just wanna say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand.
Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable, five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.